Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Batman would annihilate Spider-Man. No, don't even. Do not. One hundred percent. Look, superpowers beat no superpowers. That's Tell not that to true. Superman. Yes, it is. <laughs> Every single yeah, time that they in a, fight. In a movie, in a movie, and in a comic book made by a fan of Batman. Frank Miller's not a fan of Batman. He hates Batman. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me right now? He hates Batman. That's why he did no, it. He does. He no, he didn't. I'm pretty sure that I've. I'm, he didn't, hate, he didn't hate Batman. He said he didn't find him interesting. So he made a story that he found interesting. I don't I think... I, I go back to the age-old idiom of if Batman has time to prepare, he can beat anybody. And I don't think a teenager would really give him... Because what's the worst Spider-Man can do? Shoot web? Batman cuts you out of the battery. No. He's all good. Spider-Man can lift, like, a he's thousand super times strong. Yeah, but he's not Batman. I don't know. I can't believe I'm having this argument right now. I, I swore to myself I would never have a hypothetical who would win <laughs> argument. But, you know, that's life happens. So, Spider-Man. Okay, who would win? Um, Batman? Batman. Or no. Ivan Drago? Batman. Every answer to every question is Batman. It's always going to be no. Batman. He can't lose. So he would beat, he would beat God? Yeah, because he no. is God. So he'd fight himself and he'd win. <laughs> He's but like, he'd also oh, lose. Like so Batman, he would beat the Hulk? Batman versus Kanye, Batman. I don't know. Well, anyone can, anyone can beat Kanye. Kanye sucks. What about Batman versus 1,000 duck-sized horses? <laughs> I don't know, but he would do pretty, do pretty well against uh, some horse-sized ducks, I think. <laughs> Something tells me. Um, <laughs> I love Batman. Uh, so, anyways, but Spider-Man. I gotta say, this guy... We talk about how Batman's kind of all over the place. Spider-Man is like that times a hundred. There's these movies are all over the map, and I kind of love them. Yeah. I love them all for that for a different reason. He's, I don't know. He's, I think he's probably my second favorite superhero, just overall. Like, like I said earlier, he's the Marvel equivalent to Batman, where he's, yeah, an interesting real character with a not as deep as Batman, obviously, but a really really deep. Um, roster of adversaries that can do a lot of different things. Um, and I just, and I, and it, again, it's one of those things where you can, you, in the, in the way that you respect and admire Batman for being just a complete and total badass and like being the coolest person ever. Like Batman's a superhero that like I real I want to be, but realistically, I know that if I were able to be a superhero, I'd be a lot more like Spider-Man. Same. And uh, that's what's so beautiful about him. And even though I have, I have a very mixed relationship with the movies. I find some of them unbearable and kind of annoying, and some of them I find fun and enjoyable. I, I don't really follow a set of rules. It's just whatever appeals to me on a given day. Um, I'm kind of all over the place, but overall, Spider-Man is extremely enjoyable, and I think this next iteration will be the best one yet. So, and we'll know fairly soon. Cody, thoughts on Spider-Man? I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man was a very big part of my life when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I watched a lot, his movie a lot. Mm -hmm. As I've grown up, I've moved away from him because his movies are getting worse and worse as time goes on. <laughs> but, I don't know, I, I like his movies. They're nice and enjoyable. They're fun for the most part. You know, um, no, I, I like him a lot, and 
I'll look forward to uh, seeing where he's going. Nice. Uh, Josh, I feel like I know what you're going to say, but why don't you do it anyways? Yeah, you know, I've, I've talked about it a million times. Um, yeah. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Um, I, gr- I grew up with Spider-Man. It's been a huge part of my life, my entire life. Um, I read some of the comics when I was younger, and then I moved away from that. I, I watched the cartoon, the animated series, uh, I think it was just called Spider-Man. Oh, that was the a great amazing, show. The amazing I love that. Spider-Man? No, it was just called Spider-Man. Um, it was like from 1994 to 97. I, I thought think. that was... Um, I think that is The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. No, no, no. The Amazing Spider-Man was way before that. That was like in the 70s. Oh, is that like, what? Was that, that's the one where the memes came from. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not the one I was talking no, no. about. Just Spider-Man's was... the cool one. Yeah, that's a great yeah. show. I that's love an that amazing show. I, I love that show. Um, I actually I have all the seasons on DVD. Such a I love that show so much. Um, and so I grew up watching that. And then the movie came out, and I didn't get to see it in theaters because I was too young, and no one would take me because they said it would be too violent for me. Oh, so it, I, I got it on DVD, and then my uncle showed it to me. Um, and I, I loved. I was just like so in love with it. I was like, "Oh, it's cool. Spider Man's real life." I didn't really know what was going on. I was like, "Spider Man." Yeah, movies are life. Out. Movies are real. Yeah. I love that um, stage. And then, and then Spider Man Two came out, and it's gone on to become one of my favorite movies ever. Spider Man, the original Spider Man, is like it's still kind of one of my favorite movies. But like, I know it's not perfect. I know it has some problems, and it did not age that well. Um, but Spider Man Two, to this day, one of my favorite movies ever. And then Spider Man Three, it happened. And we'll get into all this in detail, I'm assuming. It happened. But yeah. Uh, and, that, and then the Amazing Spider-Man's happened. And then Tom Holland came, and he is our Lord and Savior. And I can't wait for Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. So let's get started then. Spider-Man 2002, directed by Sam Raimi, written by David Kep and a bunch of other people. Uh, I, I'll say right off the top, this is my favorite one of all five, mainly because it is just... It, to me, it, as far like in my head, when I think of Spider Man and Batman, like the the nineteen eighty nine Batman, they're basically yeah. the same movie to me. They have a big over the top performance from a dramatic actor, and <laughs> a kind of awkward performance from a first timer for the most part doing doing the hero. Like I think Keaton is just because he's. I don't know if I'd say Keaton was awkward. No, I'm just saying because he was older, he sold it a little bit better. Because, like, still, he was the first, he was, like, one of the first major superheroes where it was still, like, there was still a feeling out process of, like, how do I do this and not be ridiculous? And I feel like Tobey Maguire is, is that to an extent also. Um, but, no, this is this is my favorite one. I think it's super fun. It's entertaining. It is, it is appropriately a product of its time in the best way possible, where some people like to call, I mean, you could easily call this one, I don't like the term, but a lot of people could call it dated. I just think, I think this movie perfectly lives in 2002. And I, I, and in a way, a lot like Batman 89 is, and back, for instance, Back to the Future is, it is, um, it's almost like a postcard. It's like a home movie in a way of like 2002 in New York City or just 2002 (laughs) in America. And I, I like, I like that part of it. Um, there are some really, and this and my problems with this with the Sam Raimi movies are just I can say the same thing about all of them, but the cheesy dialogue, the awkward attempts at humor, it's great. It gets on my nerves. Like there's the scene when <laughs> Spider Man goes into the burning house and he's like, "No, you're the one who's out, Gobby, out of your mind." It's <laughs> like, 
Really? Are we There's doing this? There's nothing better than that. It's, it's the perfect. Classic. I don't understand why you're saying it's bad. It's it's so stupid. It's just That's stupid. I like I like these from a nostalgic and from like a just a movie that I enjoy watching perspective, but from a film perspective, all three of these movies I just feel are just there's this constant battle of tone, and I, it never really sits in one. Spider Man Two is the one that most is commits to one certain tone, but even then it has its stupid moments. Where um, I think Spider Man this one is the best is a better balance. Whereas something like Spider-Man 3 just goes way too far into one direction and makes the other look silly. And Spider-Man 2 kind of goes way in the other direction and makes the... It, it would like they're dramatic. And then make, when it still includes the silly and stupid and cheesy moments, they feel out of place. And uh, it, it's just... It's a weird balance. This one, I think, does does best because it is so rough around the edges and kind of juvenile. And like I said, it's very early 2000s. And that, that filmmaking style is just is ingrained into my head and it's, it's something that everybody was doing i mean it has a matrix spoof or whatever at, at one point so it's just it's uh. ridiculous so all that to say i enjoy it a lot it's my favorite one of the whole bunch uh yeah uh cody some further thoughts on spider-man well i thought i was gonna have a hot take by saying that uh, spider-man one is my favorite oh sorry I cooled your take a little bit. So you ruined it. I hope you're happy. <laughs> my B, bro. Um, but mine's for a much different reason. My favorite, it's my favorite because of two words. There's just two reasons why it's, or one reason why it's my favorite, and that is Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. He's great. He's yeah. fucking perfect. He is hilarious. He really is. I love him. Godspeed Spider-Man is something I say all the time. <laughs> I make references to the now choose portion of the movie. Yeah. I I love it so much. I'm mm. now it would be much better if Tobey Maguire didn't exist, but yeah, probably. Oh my! What are you gonna God. do? Yeah, he's an he's an issue. For, we might as well just start off talking about the cast overall. Are we all in agreement that Willem Dafoe is one of the gives one of the best movie performances in a comic book movie? Yes. Okay. Just let's just get that out there. Like, yes. I'll just say I recognize that it's in. It is one of those things where, like I mentioned before, it toes the line of like dark and interesting and cheesy. Like I've, I've, I still find the relationship between Norman and Harry fascinating. Like I like that dynamic, and they play it really well in this one. But there's also the scene where he like <laughs> at Thanksgiving when he like stares at Peter omin- ominously and licks his fingers. <laughs> he's, he's, and he's uh, doing the knife. Yeah, yeah, and then the knife thing, and when he's, like, groveling on the floor and talking to the mask, like, it's just, it's completely out there and ridiculous, but it's just, you can't not look at it, and he's basically, he's the standard to which I hold every single Spider-Man performance, or villain performance, <laughs> I should say, and it's, it, it just, it works so well, um, just, <laughs> I love this movie, uh, um, but let's talk about Tobey Maguire. Josh, what do you think about uh, the titular hero? I, I love Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. I think he's he's a great spot. He's a better Peter Parker. Um, I think he completely owns the role of Peter Parker. He really sold it. And I could you could argue it's kind of like a dated version of Peter Parker. This is a very 1960s, 1950s Peter Parker. But that's what they were going for, and I think he got it perfect. Um, 
and I think he does a great job. I think the cast as a whole is awesome. I think I honestly I even kind of like Kristen Dunst as a uh, MJ. I I know people like they rag on her, but I I like her. She's fun. Um, James Franco, he's Frank. great. I can't believe this um, is the movie he like he made his debut in. I always forget that. Pretty much. Like he's built his, his career movie? off. No, it wasn't his first. It was like his first big movie. Yeah. He no, actually, there was a movie came out like I want to say like two two years before. It was like a some kind of like plane movie or something. I don't remember. I don't. I'm just he's built his entire career off Spider Man. He really hasn't done anything else to this level yet, and I find that amazing. I I love yeah. James Franco. He's the best. Um. <laughs> um. And yeah, the whole the whole cast thing is great. Uh, what's his name? Who the guy who I can't remember his name. I never know his name. The guy who plays Uncle Ben, Cliff Roberts. He's awesome. Oh. He's great in this movie. He's really great. No one talks about his performance enough. He's he, him and the chemistry between him, him and Tobey Maguire and the relationship between those two characters. Um, same thing with Aunt May. Um, and the, the, both of those are great. I love them both. But I'm, yeah, glad it's, that, it's, I'm glad that the new movies have addressed that. Why the hell are Aunt May and Uncle Ben so much older? Like, why are they like ninety? <laughs> where it's like, I think who was it? It was one of the Russos or whatever. Talking about. He's like, yeah, that we that was something early on. We're just like. Wait, so why, if Peter's this age, then why are his aunt and uncle, like, his grandparents, basically? Yeah. They should have just made him his grandparents. Why? I don't know. That's just a, one of those weird things. Um, <laughs> he's just going to have to bury both of his aunt and uncle, and then he's alone <laughs> again. But Cody, what do you think about uh, Toby? Hate him. Yeah, a little bit. I just hate Toby Maguire as an actor, though. Why? He's fine in the role. I just don't like him. I'm sorry, guys. Everybody has that one actor they just don't like. Miles Teller. There you go. He's my Miles Teller. And Josh Neil is Patrick Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See, so you, you can't get mad at me for not liking him. It's his face. There's something about his face I just don't like. I Like um, I was saying earlier at some point, it's the upper lip that does it for me. It's just his, like... His crying face is ridiculous. Yeah, that one too. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a better Spider-Man out. I mean, other than Tom Holland, who's fucking amazing. But yeah. I'm just... I think he was fine for 2002. <laughs> for 2002, for what he was. Yeah. And for what we got, I still love the movie. But I'm just, I don't know. Tobey Maguire doesn't do it for me. I saw him in another <laughs> movie once where he played a cowboy. It made me want to die. What movie was that? Oh, my God. Ride with the Devil. Oh, boy. Ooh, boy. Sounds, um, like, sounds like a winner. Yeah. No, you like. <laughs> Yeah, you always get, like, the whole um, actors like this when they're young and they haven't, and this is their first big thing. They're, the first movie's always rough, so I kind of, I give him the pass for this one just overall because he's, he's still really, he's still figuring out how to be an actor. And now he's just got a lot more lights and a lot more cameras. But overall, I think he's fine. I don't think he's... No, yeah, like I said, um, he, he's fine in the movie. I just don't like him as yeah. an actor. Yeah, no, no that's, that's fair. Um, like you have to admit that Miles Teller is good in Whiplash. No, yeah, he's yeah he's good in Whiplash. He's excellent. He's the worst part of it just by default because everything else is <laughs> no, but like everything else in that movie is a plus plus, and he's just like a he's like a B, which is which is good but not great. No, the um, worst part of Whiplash is that kid who starts crying. Who? <laughs> oh, that I love that guy. That was great. That was the best scene. It was the best scene of the whole thing. It's like, for the record, Murphy, you were out of tune, not him. I just. If he does, if he doesn't know the difference, then that's even worse or whatever. That's not a, <laughs> I love that guy, um, but no, Toby. Toby's awkward. He's weird. He makes 
he and Raimi made some bizarre choices together, but I don't. I really don't think anybody would have been. I don't. I, I don't know if anybody's going to give a, the performance of their life in as Spider Man. So in two thousand and two. Yeah, especially in two thousand. Like, I think. Unpopular opinion. I think Christian Bale gave one of his five best performances in something like Dark Knight, but um, whatever. Uh, I also I enjoy Cliff Robertson and Rosemary Harris as the Parkers. They're sweet and fun and old. Um, uh, <laughs> James Franco is Harry Osborn. I've the best. My favorite. He's my favorite character of this whole series. They take him in interesting places, and the, <laughs> he has a great arc. He has a really great story. Arc. Yeah, he's until he's like new goblin <laughs> until the amnesia no. thing i just but that's I, that's I, for a different I like movie that. um yeah. elizabeth banks is also really good but the the standouts jk simmons obviously of course anybody he just spends his oh, whole time God, yelling God. and being a dick and i love that i i would say that he is in the top three comic book movie performances ever mm. i'm just say he's in the top three performances ever it's serious <laughs> he's amazing <clears throat> Yeah, him as JK is like that was perfect casting. Like I hope I, I know they won't, but I would love it if they brought him back. I don't think it would really I don't think anybody would be really that upset about it to be honest. I wouldn't, like no. if you see someone be like, oh, Well he already played Jake yeah, you know, this, this makes sense like, Shut for up. The canon. Go for the out. canon. Oh, God. Well, that's why we can't have good things, because comic book fans are just the worst. Ugh. Um But yeah, no, he's he's easily the stand. He's the He's the character that I remember the most, and he's just, he's just crazy. He just yells at everybody. He doesn't pay anybody for their work. <laughs> oh, man. And he, and he does have that nice moment at the end where he protects Peter, which, is, which I think is a very underrated scene that I'm glad they didn't put much of an emphasis on, you know? Because like, could, I could have seen that like at the end of the movie, somehow Peter finding out, being like, thanks, J. Thanks, J. Jonah Jameson. He's like, no problem, kid. But he's just like it. Ne- it's like it never happened, and I know that that might be that might not be emotionally satisfying for some people. I think it's kind of sweet in a way. Yeah, because I, I like I like people that care a lot about others but don't like to make a big thing out of it. You know, and I feel like that's Jay Jonah. He's very complex and interesting. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to think about it really hard, but he he definitely make it like a top five comic book movie performance no doubt but um this there isn't even even as good as he is there's not that many layers he just does this one thing really really well which yeah is it's perfectly he, fine you know he is the he is the character from the comics like he and the and the tv shows and like he's perfect like he there i don't think anyone could have done it better and his contributions to memedom should not go on un- <laughs> he really has um all right so let's move on uh let's give a grade shall we cody eight out of ten yeah i'll go eight and a half josh eight and a half so spider-man 2 comes out a couple, couple years later oh uh, one thing i want to mention before we move on real quick did you guys ever see the 9-11 uh trailer yes. when they, yeah. the twin the twin the uh, twin towers yeah were yeah that was one of the best ideas for anything ever and it got ruined like like that that's such a cool idea is to like is for spider-man to create a web between two two towers and like the biggest city in the world or whatever and it got ruined because of terrorists god damn it guys i'm still mad at them for that 
among other things. That's why you're mad. At them. That's it's it's not it's the biggest thing, but it's like you know, it's the biggest thing. It's like I can deal with some of the other stuff, but like to ruin some a good movie scene is just unforgivable. You know. <laughs> I don't think that was gonna be in a movie. I don't know, maybe it was because I think it was the shop that, of the... Yeah, but you remember that montage where um he like be like. There's like a bunch. It's like a bunch of news clips or whatever, and then you just see him walk by with the Spider-Man costume. He like puts it on, and then the next scene, he's Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they had to take that out. I don't know. That's a conspiracy theory. Maybe they had it's to possible. take it out. Maybe they were Sony was like, yeah, maybe let's just put in a montage. So I don't know. Because I mean, that is a pretty simple setup. You just put Toby in the costume and have him walk, and you're all good to go. So I don't know. I think that'll come to come out at some point. Cause why? Cause why put why put a trailer out that has n- that has nothing to do with the movie, you know? To go through all that for a great scene, to leave it out of your movie, it's just weird. So Spider Man Two comes out. Uh, Cody, some first thoughts on the follow up. Spider Man Two is okay. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's not as good as Spider Man One because it's missing one crucial factor. <laughs> that would be Willem Dafoe. Yeah, not enough Gabby, bro. With his little pumpkin face, Alfred Medina. Alfred Molina. Molina. He's good. He's just no Green Goblin. Mm -hmm. I can't remember any of his memes. He had no memes. Yeah, that's true. Memeless. Uh, It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a lot like the first one. Maybe a little deeper. This was the point where I was starting to get sick of uh, the relationship part of the movie. Yeah. Because... Mary Jane just kind of seems like she's going back and forth, and it's super annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, pick? One thing I never understood is, what? what's the appeal of her? Like, she's I get... Hair. I know, but, like, I just I like never... more than Gwen. I mean, I think... That's kind of a different... Like, I think in... We'll get into this later, but in the other movies... They have just a, such a good repartee that it's like, okay, they belong together, whatever. But, like, Peter pines after MJ for so long, and it's and it's built just on she's the girl next door. No, she's got red hair. I don't know. I, just, I, I never found her that interesting of a person. Like, why would you want to get, like, give me a reason why Peter wants to be with her, not just don't just tell me that he he wants to. And Except other than, other than in, what was it, movie, was it this movie or the last one where... There was, um, Aunt May was like, you, you told me when you were younger, like, Aunt May, is that an angel? And I was like, Ugh. was this, was it that this was movie or the next Spider-Man one? 3. It was, okay, that makes perfect sense. Right, because that's the one, I think so. Because yeah. that's the one where he gets the ring and then that stupid chase scene. Yeah. MJ is just like, she just doesn't have much of a personality, and when she does, she's just a complete idiot. Like, in the, in the bridge scene in Spider-Man 3, and I know that movie has its own set of problems, but... Here, I don't really remember much of her arc. Um, oh, yeah, she was the the astronaut, the random astronaut thing. What was that all Wasn't about? Wasn't that Jonah's son? Yeah. Yeah. Here's another thing. Why not make him Venom? And this is this is not my idea. I, I heard this from some somewhere else, but it makes sense. Like, instead of doing Toe to for Grace or whatever later on, just make this dude Venom. He was in space. He hates Peter. C- case closed, you know? Um, but overall, I just, let me just give my overall thoughts. I think it's good. I don't like, like I said earlier, it, it ups the drama and then it's, but it scales back the silliness 
but the silliness is still there and it and it's not so little that I don't it doesn't annoy me that it and I don't think I still think that there's a, a big clash and just the balance is a little off where as far as I'm concerned if you're going to make a serious dramatic comic book movie make a serious dramatic comic book movie and put as little comedic relief in there as possible cuz then it just it's it it just feels weird and they and I don't find Otto Octavius, that's, that was his name? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't really find him as interesting of a character as I do Green Goblin, because he's just crazy. Uh, like, Green Goblin's just a, kind of a a lunatic, and the the performance is just so committed, whereas Alfred Molina's like your standard, my wife died, I'm mad, I'm going to make a big thing to blow everything up. I just I, I don't find that as compelling of a character to watch. Um, but there are some great sequences, like the train sequence is really strong. Um, some of the uh, fight scenes are cool, and um, yeah, I don't know, I, this one just kind of—it's sort of in the middle for me as far as my enjoyment of Spider-Man movies go. But I know Josh has a much different opinion, and I appreciate his patience. So, Josh, talk to us about Spider-Man Two. Okay, yeah. so both of you are wrong. Um, so, uh, Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie ever. Uh, it probably always will be. Uh, it is one of the best to me. It's one of the best movies ever, but that's just a personal thing because I know it's really not. Uh, it's one of it's, it's it's one of the best superhero movies of all time, and it's it's deeper. Like you guys said, it is much more emotionally engaging. It takes the story into a much more interesting direction. It's a lot more character driven. It's a lot more personal. Um, it uh, delves into the relationships a lot more, um, and it. It starts out, it kind of takes Harry's character in more interesting directions, and it gives us the best, one of the best superhero, on-screen superhero villains ever with Dr. Octavius, who is way better than the Green Goblin in the first movie. Um, and I love and I love uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, but uh, Doc Ock is so much more interesting. He's so much more compelling as a character. He's someone who, he, and when you look at it, the movie is... He's he's the hero of his own story. He's trying to do something for the betterment of mankind. He's trying to help out the world, but the way he's going about it is wrong to us, but he thinks that's the way to do it, and he thinks that's the right thing to do, and I think that's what makes him such a great character and such a great villain. Here, can you give us a refresher it, on what his whole deal is? Because I, I don't really remember. I he can't. is trying to... There's um, If you remember the beginning of the movie there, working on this machine, I... Don't remember what exactly. Trying to get nuclear fusion for unlimited there's, energy. There's, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to kind of help with, you know, uh, renewable energy. Um, I don't remember exact, the fine details of the whole machine and whatever, but um, bottom line is like things go wrong, um, and you know he's to blame. He's, you know, gets his metal arms, and so, but he spends the whole rest of the movie trying to prove that this is the way to go. This is how you can make it work, and he's trying to save. He's basically trying to save the world in his own twisted way. Um, and it's not until the end when he realizes, no, this is not the way. And I think that's way more interesting than, you know, a guy who went insane, you know. Um, and so, and just on its own, it's just, I think he's a really great character. And I think Alfred Molina plays him so well. He's not this maniacal, crazy guy. He can, he has those, those kind of insane out there moments. But overall, he's very calm and he's very collected, um, and he's menacing and he's interesting. 
and his back and forth with Tommy McGuire as Peter in kind of the earlier scenes. And even when uh, he's just going back and forth with Spider-Man there, it's great. Um, and I think just overall, he's, he's such a great villain. And, but one of the things I love most about this movie is the action scenes, specifically the train fight, which is one of the best action scenes ever. Um, it's amazing. I love it. I could watch that on a loop all day. Um, yeah, the, the Sam Raimi, just the way he upped the ante with the action is great. And the suspense and the, you know, level of, you know, feeling that something bad could really happen to these characters, especially to, when it winds up towards the end. And, you know, you have that scene where um, Harry basically almost kills Peter and he tells Harry a secret and all that stuff goes down. And then it, you get to the end of the movie and you see that amazing scene where Harry finds um, his dad's lair and you, we see all the mask and all the uh, the bombs and all that stuff and we kind of teases what's to come with him. It's just, it's an amazing movie. It's darker than the first one. It's more interesting than the first one. It's more compelling than the first one. It's more exciting. It's better in pretty much every conceivable way. The acting is better across the board. The villain is better. I love everything about it. It's on my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. Hmm. I'm sure Spider-Man Homecoming is going to be amazing. This is still going to be better to me. I just, I don't think anything's ever going to top it. You missed one major factor as to why Spider-Man 1 is a superior film. Two words, my friend. Macy Gray. Yeah, this oh. movie is 100% Macy Grayless. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge detriment to any points. Nobody cares about Macy Gray anymore. Everybody cares about Macy Gray. You can tell that to the Emmys. In the last 10 years. We just mentioned her. Before that. Get wrecked. I'll send you a picture of my tattoo. Just hold on. One second. (laughs) It's on my inner thigh. Um, Okay. I was going to make an appropriate joke. Uh, Let's see. Oh, no. On our podcast. Oh, no. (laughs) But... No, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, I just, like like Cody mentioned earlier, the, the Mary Jane Peter relationship is just kind of a bore. Um, I love it. I just, and the, the it goes, whole... It goes, it goes off the rails in the third one, but... No, I mean, it, it doesn't really... I mean... The development of it just seems muddled to me. Uh, and, like I said, I don't really find her that interesting. Again, I don't kind of... To go along with um, Batman in uh, Batman 1989, it's like, why do you want to be Vicky? She kind of sucks most of the time. She just, like, yells. Like, <laughs> I just didn't really, I don't, again, this time I didn't buy their relationship. I found um, the, Octavius was, he was more developed and probably just a better written villain than Doc o- or Green Goblin was, but... The performance just isn't there for me, unfortunately. And he, what is it, Alfred Molina, he acts his heart out. He's He commits big time, but there's just the fun factor of Spider-Man 2 um, wasn't as wasn't up to par with Spider-Man 1. And the Peter Peter's own arc, I just find it really stupid in general. I, where he can't be, like, oh, I can't be Spider-Man anymore because I'm sad. Like, you're always you've always been sad. Your life sucks. Like you've been bullied your whole life. Why is it just now popping up that you can't do your spider stuff? Like you, your life has never been great. You know, <laughs> like if 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 for some reason like things were awesome for him, and then like, I mean, 
his uncle died in front of him. He was the reason for his uncle's death. But now he's he's sad and can't do spider stuff. Like I, I never understood that. I find that I find that pretty dumb. I just kind of made his character feel a little weak. Um, and I can't remember how does it, Josh? Do you remember how it how that comes to an end? Like how does he how he fixes the problem? What happens? I don't remember. What do you mean? Like when a, how after does he, he goes full one hundred percent full Spider Man. Yeah, how does he get back to where he was? I don't remember. I mean, he just becomes Spider Man again. Well, something happens. Like it's got to be like I like being Spider Man now. Like I remember the yeah. scene where he's like he's like another stupid scene. This is one of those silly scenes where he's like walking out of the store and he sees like. Uh, he sees, like, a bunch of cop cars and, like, ambulances going somewhere, and he looks, like, for a second, like, he's gonna do something, and he just takes an, a bite of a bagel and walks away. Like, there's that, scenes like that. I, Great shot. Yeah. The cinematography's flawless. Yeah. Um, uh, the, I just found the Peter story to be, I found, I just find this movie overall to be kind of underwhelming, and not as, it doesn't have the, uh, early 2000s joy that, um, that the last film does. And that's, you know, for some people it works, but, like, for the for the for the grounded dark sequel to be to be good, I think it needs to have a grounded dark uh, first film. And these movies just try to go darker and darker. When I don't really think they've earned it, and I don't I don't think it's in their DNA. And like I said, the third film is its own thing. We'll talk about that. But just overall, this one not as not as inter- not as fun for me. And I think these these movies weren't trying to be dark and sufi- like X Men, for instance. Those are very like X X one and X two, they bleed into each other nicely because they're about certain themes and like political themes even, and the the, the characters are just are, are very are taken seriously. Whereas in Spider Man one, the character wasn't, and then in this one, we're told to take them seriously. And it's just it's a it's I think a very it, weird I think they balance. took it pretty seriously in the first one. No, they well they do, but there are there still are those moments of ridiculousness like the thanksgiving scene like the, the the balance just isn't quite there and if it's this one of those cases where i think if there wasn't a spider-man one and this was this was it for whatever reason there's no origin story i think this would be a great movie i think i would love this but just for the fact that it it does kind of stand out on its own and it just feels a little detached so um i think there was a i think there was a better way to go about making this movie than this i think there were there were improvements to make but i know in the minority yet again but that's okay personal preference is all um what else do you guys want to talk about i pretty much said everything i heard one (laughs) (laughs) all right let's do that then so great josh spider-man 2 um 9.5 uh i'll go i'll give it a seven strong seven cody seven and a half and now this is where shit really hits the fan. This is everybody's favorite movie. Oh boy! This is better than the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man. That's a dirty lie. Spider-Man Three. I'll start here. Um, I don't really know what to make of this thing. Even even after all, even after we're coming on, what is this? Coming on this to this tenth anniversary. Years. Yeah, so ten years since this movie came out. Jesus. I think we're old. I think that de- definitely the big um, <laughs> the big change that that came here was Avi Arad and the producer. And he he's kind of uh, hijacked these movies 
but he's nowhere to be seen anymore. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> did they kill him? I think he's dead. Probably. I would. Pretty though. sure. I'm fairly certain that he's dead now. I I have to I'd have to check up on that, but um, yeah, under his guidance, if you want to call it that, this movie just his... kind of sucks. It's it kind of sucks hard. Um, and there's really no two ways around it. I mean, yeah, there's there's some stuff to defend here, but mostly you just can't. Can you name one thing? For what's for what it's worth, Venom's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. No, 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 he's not though. No, he's not. He, like, he's the he, worst part of the when movie. When he's Venom, he's cool. Like with the the whole. No, he's not. The art, the artistic, like the. He's a little baby boy Venom. He's like a two year old Venom. Venom's I, supposed I, to be huge. I, don't know, I think. He, I but still they think cast Hofer cool. Grace for some reason, which is the worst thing they could have done. <laughs> well, don't say that. It is. Can you name a a worse actor than Topher Grace? Uh, let's see for that role. Worst actor than Topher Grace for that role. Toby oh, wow. McGuire. <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. How about that? That would be pretty. Fuck pretty off. Nasty. You know what I meant. I know, I know, but yeah, this movie is just really terrible. And I know, like everybody, I've heard, I've heard a lot of people be like, "Oh, it's okay, it's fine, it's just worse." No, this is like actually terrible. Like, there's, there's like three things good about this whole about the whole movie. One of which is I'd JK like to Simmons. hear them, please. J.K. Simmons is J.K. Simmons. Okay, yeah. I enjoy that. I do like. The final uh, set piece, even though it's like, hey, Mary Jane's in trouble again for the third time in a row. Weird that this always happens. I do think that's a fun sequence. Uh, just because, for whatever reason, I like I like action sequences set in a construction zone. Like, Dark Knight ends like that. I, just, I find that, a, I think that's a cool setup. Uh, and then, uh, and, oh, I'm trying to think of a third one. That might be it, actually. Yeah, this movie just fucking blows. It really does. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so two things. J. Jonah Jameson and then parts of Venom. Oh, I do like the cinematography. From a technical perspective, there is some cool stuff in here. And uh, there's there's a few wallpaper shots. I can give it that. I can can be man enough to admit that. So, but other than that, it is awful. Uh, Cody, what about you? Initial thoughts on Spider-Man 3. It's garbage. It's a bad movie. There's only one good part about it, and that's emo Spider-Man, because it's fucking hilarious how <laughs> bad that is. You know yes. that scene where he's walking around dancing to music? Yeah. Somebody cut it so there was no music playing, <laughs> so it would be like what people actually saw in real life. I'm looking that up. <laughs> he just looks like such a fucking idiot. It's so bad. <laughs> Oh my god, no, the movie's just garbage. Yeah. Can't stand it. If I never see it again, it'll be too soon. Basically. Josh, what do you think? Alright, so I guess I'll be the mm, semi-defender of his. No, uh, come on, don't do no, that. I don't, I don't, it's not, I'm not gonna say it's good. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, the, Spider-Man 3 is not a good movie. Um, I don't think it's garbage. I don't hate it. Um, but I think a lot of that comes from the fact that it continues the development from the first two movies that I love and I also grew up with it. Right. Um so I I I have a little bit of a soft spot for it. It's kind of, to me it's kind of like uh I feel the same way about it that I do um Revenge of the Sith, though it's nowhere near as good as that. Mm-hmm. Um 
it's kind of like I, I, I appreciate a lot of things in it and I like some of the things they were trying to do. I don't think a lot of it came together well. Um, and overall, it's not very good, but I can watch it and not hate myself. So there's how, that. You're a better how man that, than how I am. How does that work? Tell me more about that. <laughs> just actually, just overall, how do you not hate yourself twenty four seven? But specifically when watching this. Let's uh, start with uh, self esteem. Um, well, <laughs> well, like with uh, with Venom. Like, Venom's terrible. Venom sucks. Everything about Venom in this movie is horrible, and that's just I don't, I don't. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like Venom in this movie. Um, not, and that's not just not just because I don't like how he's portrayed coming off the comics but just as a character he's horribly written he's rushed and uh Topher grace sucks how do you i don't actually i disagree with that because i don't even know you can't even call what he's doing a character you really exactly there's not like what what's the bad thing he did was he doctored photos right and then he got called out for it and that's why he wanted to kill spider-man they they, and he asked god to kill spider-man they gave him like a. He three went to movie. church and he's like, Jesus, please. They gave him like a help three me kill this guy who ratted me out for movie. doing something totally immoral and unethical and illegal. Please, it's like what? What? He got me fired. He got me fired. Like it's two. It's two thousand seven. People, the internet's not a thing. You can just go somewhere else and it'll be fine. Like nobody. Yeah, really. Like that's that's the benefit of the of the pre-internet days. You can just go wherever. People don't people don't know you. They're like, yeah, it's just random fucking guy. Who cares? They have cool. phones, but who uses them? Um, <laughs> what were you saying, Josh? Oh, God. Josh? Oh, oh. no. Oh, you, you're, <laughs> saying, no, you're saying... What were you saying about Venom? Oh, um... That are just like... They basically took a three-movie story arc and put it in one movie. So... Just get the just get the astronaut guy. It's not that hard. You don't need the. You can recast. No, you can't recast. No, that'd be stupid. But just get that guy. No, it's they should have just. Well, they should have just named him uh, Eddie Brock. Yeah, or Eddie Jameson, if you want to keep. Yeah, or don't or don't make him a Jameson because they did nothing with that. Well, no, Ed, well Eddie Brock is Venom. I know, but like, I'm just going like. Even in Spider Man Two, you could have made that Eddie Brock because. Having, yes, a, I mean, having a Jameson son doesn't connect at all, you know? No, it doesn't. That ma- makes no difference. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like they should have just made him Eddie Brock. And yeah, then they yeah, could have exactly. developed him in this movie. Yeah. But Venom shouldn't have been in this movie. Venom should have been in the next movie. But uh, Avi Arad wanted him in this movie because the kids want Venom because he sells toys and your stupid freaking accent and your stupid everything. I hate Avi Arad. Yeah, um, he's a dick. Uh, yeah, and it's just. And then. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I could, there's a million problems with this movie. I mean, there's too many, there's too many, I mean, I won't say there's too many characters per se, because there are lots of movies with way more characters than this that do a great job, but it just, it doesn't know how to use the amount of characters it has the right way. Um, Things are really rushed. There are too many storylines going on at once. Um, And it kind of just, it really shits the bed when uh, bringing, uh, further going with the, Mary Jane Peter relationship that I really liked in one and two, but in this one she just she stopped. She, I whatever I liked her as a character in the first two, but now she just she's just whiny. She's just annoying. She's just I, you know nothing's going my way, and you're you're popular, and I hate you. And then you know they they break up because of Harry and all this stuff. 
It's, I don't know. I'm oh. sorry. I'm watching this this, this dance video with with no music. With no music. <laughs> That's great. I love that. The internet's awesome. Um, yeah, I agree with you on all those points. Anything bad you say about this movie is just it's right. Um, <laughs> um the one much, thing I how much time do we have to spend on the fucking cookie storyline and like the the Peter's landlord with his daughter. That's like that took up that a was, lot of the movie. That was, that was annoying. <laughs> that took up so I, much of the movie. He, you know what? I like I like that guy. The guy who plays his landlord, he's funny, but I, his daughter is terrible. Hey, she's like sixty she pounds. Sucks. She's terrifying. She's she looks like a she looks like a scarecrow. It's terrible. <laughs> but like, that, I'm fine with having multiple storylines, as we will find out later. But like, this one just doesn't do anything. It, it, it's just about him. Peter being poor, like we get it. He's always been poor. What what's changed, you know? And um, ugh, just this movie's a fucking terrible. And the whole Gwen Stacy thing, really? Do we really? We're yeah, that down was that, path? that was that didn't need to be in the movie. A lot of the things that are in here didn't need to be in there. I mean, I like um, I like Tess. I like pushing the boundaries of the Peter um, Mary Jane relationship because, like, well, I mean, once you're happy, you. you um, like in a movie, you can't be, you can't stay happy. We have to make you miserable somehow. And I like There's that. No I like conflict. that they, yeah, I like how they introduced Gwen, but it was just this felt so lazy, you know. Just it, it's it was uninspired, and then it led to the dancing, and it led to the hair, and it, and it. I'm gonna barf. Hold on. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> no. all the emo, the emo Peter stuff. It's like the the way they used that symbiote was just it was wrong. It should have made him. Like brutal and scary, and like an actual threatening character, and instead he's just moody and weird, and you know, doing his stupid emo hair and putting on. It looks like he was wearing eyeliner. That might oh. be my favorite scene in the whole movie is when he gets mad, goes to the mirror, and just puts his hand through his hair once, and he's like, <laughs> that was "That's stupid. incredible." That was photography. Oh. What do you think was going through Tobey Maguire's head when he was having to do those scenes where he was, like, all pissy? So, do you know what was going through his head? What? The song <laughs> Money, Money by ABBA. <laughs> money, money, it's a funny in a rich man's world. Yeah, that's, the, or, or that's me 24-7. Just, if I yeah. had a little money. No. Um, it just, how low, how low do you have to be? How, how bad do things have to get when you're doing this in a blockbuster, like in a big movie? Just kill me now. Uh, if you had to pick one thing about this movie, what would what would you say is the most offensive thing to you personally about Spider-Man Three? It's a hard question. I know, I know. Sorry, it, the, it needs to the be asked. worst thing about Spider-Man Three. Probably what, no, what offends you personally? Like as far as your enjoyment of the movies goes. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Venom. Yeah. Josh, like the worst part, it all. makes you the most angry. What offends you? What? <sighs> what probably, did yeah, probably, probably Venom, because Venom could have been amazing. I yeah. mean, that that's serious potential for a great storyline, and they botched it. So. I agree. Save the Jedi, not or save the Force, not leave it in darkness. <laughs> that's true. Uh, the most offensive thing to me and, is just again, it's got to be the church scene, really. Really, I actually like that scene. Just the sequence in general of 
I, I'm, I'm one who, I don't mind the occasional coincidence in a movie, you know? But, like, Eddie Brock, he walks into the church, and he's like, God, I want you to kill Peter Parker. And then it just so happens that well, Peter's up there. Whoa, what about that? Peter's up there ripping his symbiote off, and he's like, Ugh. like, that on its own is, that on its own would be cool. Like, if it was just, if you just showed a scene of Peter doing his thing, tearing off his symbiote, and he's, like, at his worst, and he's not, like, he's saying, you know, I'm, I'm out of this. Like, it, the movie is, in a way, a smarter person would have turned this movie into a movie about addiction, like, Peter's addiction. Like, there's that whole demon in the bottle storyline. I can't remember where that is attached to. It's Iron Man, right? Yeah. But, like, you could do something with that of, like, using the symbiote to talk about how addiction affects people's lives. That's interesting. That's that's new. That's fresh. But this the, the writers aren't smart enough for that, apparently. Or the producers wasn't smart enough for that because it's... They do it. They try to do a revenge story with fucking Eddie Brock, who's like, "I want Peter to die," and then Peter's upstairs just because that's the only church in Manhattan, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> Ugh, fucking Christ! It's just. And again, the the motivation. Like, I'll give it. I'll give it credit for having a clear motivation, but the motivation is just shit. It's like what you you copied you you copied a photo. You you said you used something that wasn't yours, and you're mad about. Somebody telling on you. You cheated. You broke the rules. You lose, sir. <laughs> nice, but that's what that that whole sequence is offensive to me because it had it had very good potential and it wasted it on flimsy motivations and half written characters. And I just I find that insufferable. Like I'm fine. Here's here's I'm fine with Batman and Robin because <laughs> it's it's it sucks. It just it's bad, but it doesn't. There's nothing in it in that movie that makes me think other than Mr. Freeze because there's you know he's great. Nice to meet you. Yeah, like the bare bones of his character is fine, but um, I'm fine with that because this has no potential to be anything but ridiculous. The, what what upsets me with comic movies and movies in general is like if you have the potential to tell a really good, interesting story and then you mishandle it, not just not just go a different direction with it, but just abandon it. That's what pisses me off, and that's I think that is. That all, that whole idea is condensed in the church scene because there's there's the opportunity for cool stuff, but they just don't know how to put it together, and that that bums me out. So, I hate this movie. It's terrible. Uh, can we give it a grade and move on, pretty please, please? No, I have more things to say. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Oh, the bridge scene. Let's talk about that one. That's, that's the bad. Harry's the Harry storyline. Everything about this movie sucks. I don't know how many ways we can say it. <laughs> he gets amnesia. No, Harry's storyline is great. No, it that's is not. so stupid. I love his. I love his story, and I think it really. There's the part of it is could have been done better, but overall, I think it was done well. So maybe I'm an, an uneducated, but like, is amnesia a thing? No. <sighs> <laughs> what was that? That was that was the last bit of life. Just aching itself out of my body (laughs) like jesus christ nobody gets amnesia anymore it's not a thing no no one gets amnesia ever like it's Um, it's it's something completely created just for the movies is amnesia um yeah it's it doesn't it's not realistic but it it works because if, if you can get amnesia from a serious blow to the head like rugby nfl like those guys shouldn't know where the hell they are for months on end like yeah you get 
you get your bell rung and you can forget where you are for a few minutes, but eventually you come you come back at it. But like, I'm not I'm not pay. I mean, these movies are semi. They try to live in the real world. I think for the most part. I mean, other than maybe the tritium stuff, which is a little out there, but I guess has a basis in reality. Like, these movies are relatively like, oh, yeah, that could I could see that happening, kind of a deal. It's it's heightened reality, but it's reality nonetheless. But like, to lose your memory for a month. And then the, the when he like goes, he's like, "Hey, go break up with Peter on the bridge." When he's just kind of st- he's like standing by a tree, just like, "Yeah, she's doing it." Nail, plan's going great. Love this. And for the love of God, if I ever see one of those, you know, oh, somebody's standing the opposite side of the street, but then a bus comes and then they disappeared. Do you guys know those kind of things? That movie thing. I guess. Like, uh-huh. so, like, there's a scene after the after the coffee shop or whatever when Peter realizes that Harry's like back back, and he's like on one side of the street, and Harry's on the other, and they're like looking at each other, and then a bus drives by, and like it it obscures. Harry he disappears. From, he disappears. You know that trope. You mean the staple? Yeah. Of uh, Jason Bourne movies. Exactly. If you're Batman, you don't get to do that. And and that one doesn't even make sense. Like, where do you go? Like, did you jump on the? Did you jump you on the fucking bus? runs? You sprints. <laughs> like, I would, for once, I would love an Edgar Wright movie to do that, but like show it from the other person's perspective. Like, as soon as the bus comes, they just book it the, the other way. Something that would like be that. funny. <laughs> Is he just like hiding behind flowers or something like that? Like, oh, but he thought he disappeared. No. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, back to the bridge scene. On a scale of one to ten, how much does that make you want to put your head in an oven, Josh? It's bad. On a scale of one to ten, though, play the game. No. Okay. I'll give it gonna, an eight. I'll put you down for nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's just so much shit. What, what else do you want to talk about, Josh? Because I need to move on before I get upset. Well, I, like, I mean, I just really want to talk about the Harry stuff. I think the Harry storyline is awesome, and I I like the way it ends. I mean, he dies. It's really sad. Um, yeah, no, like, I, that is good. Blade, sir. Um, and I think the whole, I honestly, I think the whole ending battle, and we haven't even, we haven't even talked about the Sandman. Um, oh yeah, I com- he's I'll be honest with you, he's... I completely forgot he was in this movie. Let me just, yeah. okay. He's the main villain. <laughs> so. He's not very scary. No. Uh, yeah, the problem, I mean, Sam Raimi wanted to do Sandman, Avi Arad wanted Venom, and they also wanted to put, uh, Harry Green Goblin in there. Christ. And so. They tried to do all three and it failed miserably. Um, yeah, it's it's not good. I don't hate it. I can enjoy things. Some there's some cool. I think the, some of the action scenes are cool. The subway fight is friggin' awesome. I love that fight scene with uh, Sandman and Dark Suit Spider Man. Um, God, honestly, everything with Dark Suit Spider Man I think is cool. I actually think they got that really well. It's Dark Suit. It's it's Dark just so Parker. But it's bad. It's, it's just so over the top. Like how... I don't. I don't care. I like. I. I. It's cool to see brutal, dark, uh, freaky Spider-Man. Could have been a lot better. But like what? But... What would be scarier to somebody? Seeing dark suit Spider-Man walking down the street and punch some homeless dude in the face, or just like okay, he's you know his his suit is dark. You know, it's he's just a dick. Why not just be like, oh, hey, look, it's Spider-Man, and then he just wrecks somebody and does something totally nefarious, and it's like, holy shit. Like, can the symbiote, like, change the color of his suit? Like, does it get it? Does it get into the fabric of it? Is that it? But then he rips it off at, in the church, so... 
is it uh, is it is it the suit or is it just adding on to his current suit? I don't understand. And how does it make him stronger? What's the deal with that? And and airplane it's... food. What's the deal with airplane food? No. Hey Jerry. <laughs> uh. No, that's yeah. That was I found that stupid. And let's talk about Flint Marco. For fuck's sake. Nothing. It doesn't work. There's a cool scene when he's like in the turbine or whatever, and he's like becoming a person. That's honestly, cool. I I think he has he's the most like compelling character in the whole movie because he's he's just he's a guy who is he did he made a mistake and he just wants to see his daughter who's dying, and he gets caught up in this thing. And that scene where he becomes the Sandman is it's really well cool. Done. I gotta yeah. say, his daughter was the character I related to most in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt the same. Nothing. I was like, same girl, same. Uh, you had too. cancer. I the movie pretty much did this. Basically, act. had yeah. I mean, like, I just hate it when movies in go back into the well. You know, that's like, that's like if in Dark Knight Rises, Bruce found out that like Ra's al Ghul killed his parents or whatever. I just find that so <laughs> lazy. Uh, you know, like. You know, oh, just because it worked for us that one time means it'll work again. Because it was actually Flint who killed the guy. It's just, I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, that was eons ago in movie time. To just move on and give him a different, you know, motivation than... Or a different reason for them to, you know, intertwine their stories and going back into the dead relative well. Like, I don't know. It's just stupid. I also... For the record, I, I, one thing I like about the newer movies and that I don't like about this is that they do address uh, Peter's parents. Like, I, I never understood why they were, you know, why they were distanced from so much in these movies, especially. Like, it's just sort of like, oh, Peter's parents. Would, did they even give an explanation? I can't remember. You? No, no. So. No? Okay. I find that I, I find that the most interesting that and so like tie tied Flint into his parents like maybe Flint worked with Peter's dad or fucked his mom I don't know or his real dad who knows who cares I don't know. It's, it's frustrating uh what else anything can we please no can we please move please? on okay Cody give, give three me a three yeah oh two Josh oh five and a half you just stop it no please what's your real grade five and a half crying all right so let's talk about something better the amazing spider-man came out in 2012 five years after the first film which is a, i think is a healthy that's a healthy distance between franchises you know um it's josh why don't you start us off because you're the spider-man guy what's your initial impressions on the amazing version of the film I actually haven't seen this in a really long time, so same with the next one, but um, it's good. I I was kidding when I said this is not as good as Spider-Man 3. This is is okay. This is solid. Thank you. Um, But I have grown to like this a lot less and less and less every time I think about it and every time I see it. It's good. I like it, but um, it's kind of just... Oh, it, that's really all. I don't I, like. I don't have that many thoughts about it. It's just, it's it's kind of just does a lot of the same stuff from the first Spider-Man movie. Some of it a little bit better, some of it not as good, and it kind of just feels like it's a checklist of origin story material that it's getting through. Yeah, with some of its own cool stuff 
thrown in there to make it a little more exciting. But this is a this is a studio needs a movie before the rights run out movie through and through. Like it's apparent from the second it starts, mm-hmm. and it's just it it's not it's not it's not that memorable. I think is the best way. It's just it's a it's an enjoyable time to watch when you're watching it, but the the best part of the movie is Andrew Garfield's performance and take that out of the movie and I feel like the, there's a lot of people that really seem to love these amazing Spider-Man movies. Take him out of the movies. I don't think this would have even close to that fan base that it has. Yeah, then the 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 title would make no sense at all. <laughs> just me. Um yeah, but you know, blonde and lizard guy, the movie or yeah, something. It's, I don't know. It's fine, but you know, I it, it's it's a good movie. I can enjoy watching it, but I can't see myself going back to watch this again and again and again. Um, and even though I think this is better than Spider Man Three, I still kind of prefer to watch Spider Man Three multiple times over this one. Mm. Just be only if I'm like say I'm like watching one and two, then I want to watch three. Right, but. You're not, seeking, I mean, you're not actively seeking out the no. and I mean, I have it. I have it on Blu-ray, but I just, I can't get myself to re-watch it. Mm. Okay. Cody, initial thoughts on Amazing Spider-Man? It's okay. It's fine. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's just another Spider-Man movie. Right. My Spider-Man fatigue was starting to set in at this point. I thought it was fine. So, it's, I don't hate it, don't love it, mm. but... I wish they just made Spider-Man 4. Nah. Because, well, actually, I'm going to agree with you there because then Anne Hathaway wouldn't have played Catwoman, so that would be pretty great uh, because she was going to play, like, who is it, Black Cat or something? Black Cat, yeah. Yeah, that might have been cool. They had but, they had John Malkovich as um, Vulture. Mm, I would rather see Michael Keaton, so I'm okay with that one, too. Oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah. And there was, they, were all, they were already thinking about doing Lizard, so I don't know why they rebooted it when they were going to have the same freaking villain. Because life uh, is cruel and doesn't make and is just it's they sad. should. I don't know why they couldn't have just gotten a new director and done a Spider-Man four. But uh, I think Andrew Garfield is the best part of this movie and the next movie. Yeah. I really like him and I really like Emma Stone, but other than that, the movie's just kind of boring. I don't know. I don't care for. Spider-Man as much as the next guy, but it's fine. Um, I actually, I, I come to the fence of these movies a lot because I greatly respect, especially coming from an, from like a, I like Batman and all that kind of stuff, is I like it when movies do retell their origin story, but I like it when they shuffle around the pieces a little bit. Like, um, for instance, with with the Stacys, I, I like how they went into that uh, that a little bit more. And like I said, they did go into the parents. Like this, I, do, I do think this movie, I think it was a much better start than it was. I think it was a much better start to beginning to a story than it was a standalone film. Because, and this is, again, this is an unpopular conversation, I guess. Um, or unpopular opinion. But I like it when movies leave i like it when they begin plot threads and then just kind of leave them there i don't sometimes it's part parts of it's good like to get closure of a movie but other times i think it's cool to have like in in the next movie i think it's cool to have some things lingering to pick up at a in the next film and 
I think it, this movie did that well, and I like the performances. I think this is pound for pound, probably just the most consistent, uh, consistently good Spider-Man cast. Like I like Garfield. I th- he has great uh, repartee with uh, Emma Stone. Riza Fons is pretty good as a lizard. He's better than the other guy who just looked like he wasn't so much the lizard as he was a guy with his arm tucked in, in his sleeve or whatever. Dennis Leary is great. I love him. Uh, Martin Sheen, of course, is I think I actually kind of like him more as Ben Parker. I know that's heresy to a lot of people. One of no, them. I like him better too. Oh no, I just think he's. I just like him as an actor more because of like the West Wing, you know. Because he played the president there, and I was just like, oh, Martin. Martin. Well, he's amazing in um, Apocalypse Now too. Yeah, yeah, I got. I still got to check that out. Uh, Sally Field as well. She's pretty good. Um, not too annoying, which is usually the best I can say about her. But just overall, I think this movie does what it does really well. It's nowhere near as good as the first Spider-Man movie, but it's, I think, for me, it's on the same, it's it's about on the same level as Batman Begins. But, like, just overall, I'm not a big origin story guy, as as you guys both know. And this one is, this one's okay. It's it's fine. Um, not, not much to... How much has really brought me back to this? And I actually think one of the things I like about this movie least is the soundtrack. Have you heard about? Have you heard the soundtrack at all? Not on purpose. It's like it's just a bunch of like young like Spotify music, and it's just I, I don't like movies like this with soundtracks. I'd much rather have a score. But this one had like I love Coldplay, but they don't. They shouldn't. Their music should Till not Kingdom be used Come in a movie. is not like a good song for that scene. No, because he's like. He's having around. fun and doing stuff, isn't yeah. he? And Tokyo Comes a slow song. I don't know. I felt that was weird. Uh, James Horner did a good job in the score, score, but some of the yeah, but some of the songs were just. Even though I love the songs by this, like No Way Down by the Shins and Tokyo Come are two great songs I really really like, but it's just there's a lot of. You know the the old saying it's like uh, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. This one has. Almost unequal or unequal opposites and like unequal reactions. It just feels a little out of off pitch. But overall, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Garfield's cool, but nothing spectacular. Uh, anything? Anything else? Or you guys want to move on? I'm gonna move on. Okay. Let's rip the bandaid off. Or let's insert the butt plug, as one would say. Cody, give oh, me that. <laughs> I'll give this movie. A seven. I concur. I'll give it a seven as well. Josh. Um. Yeah, probably give it a seven. Maybe a six point five if I saw it again. But I'll go with seven. Cool. And now for the main event: <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man Two. The Citizen Kane of Spider-Man movies. I like this movie. I think there are two ways, as far as I'm concerned, there's two ways to make a, a comic book movie. Dark Knight or, uh, like, the ends of the spectrum are the Dark Knight and the Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> there's, some, there's, some, there's some area in between, like, uh, Batman Forever, Batman Return, not Batman Return, Batman and Robin and then Batman Forever are kind of closer to this side, where it's just, it's obviously not that good, and it's obviously, like, sort of, haphazardly put together, but 
it is bombastic and not loud, but just it's it's bombastic and it's co it's bright and colorful and it's dramatic in like the the settings and the locations and the, the performances. I just have a really good time with it. I know everybody like ah, oh, it's just it's a sequel bait or whatever. It just it all does the sequels and the characters and yada yada yada. I enjoy that about it. I think that's cool. I like how I like how the last movie and this movie have kind of built their own Spider-Man universe, I suppose, like this whole this world that they that all the characters live in. Um I think uh, I I still think that one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a comic book movie is Andrew Garfield with the uh when he's like his face was all dirty and Aunt May came in. He was like, oh, "I was cleaning the chimney." And she's like, "We have a chimney." He's like, "What? We don't." You know, I th I find that funny for whatever reason. And I think I just think it's an entertaining movie. And uh, yeah, that's about all I can say at the moment. Cody, what about you? Movie's a fucking mess. There's so much going on. There's too much going on. That being said, I still really like Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone in this movie. I think they're great. Um. Jamie Foxx is funny. I don't think he was supposed to be funny, but I found him funny. So here we are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not the worst movie in the world, but it's definitely not the best. I, I'd, I'd give it a, a watch if you haven't seen it, just so you can get the memes. Yeah, the good memes. Alright, Josh. What do you think about The Amazing Spider-Man 2? I love it. It's so good. This movie fucking sucks. I hate it so much. Oh. Okay. I hate this movie with a passion. <laughs> this is one of the worst movies ever. This is one of this is the top three worst superhero movies ever made. It is a garbage fire mess. It is a piece of shit. I hate it. And it sucks. And every there is so much wrong with it. There are so many things going on. The writing is all over the place. The performances from some of these from some of the actors is horrible. Um, the way the characters are handles, it, handled is just it's atrocious. Um, the story, the stories, I don't even know. There's like 17 stories. It's just none of it is interesting or compelling. They destroyed one of the best Spider-Man stories in history with the way they portrayed the death of Gwen Stacy because I did not give a crap when she died. Oh, come on. That's not unfair. Care. It, did, it did not care. Did not care at all. She's that so cute, happened. though. Don't care. It was sure? just... Yep, it just did not work. <laughs> that movie, that scene, was they built it up, and they also basically spoiled it in the trailers. Also, this movie has... Well, also to mention, this has the worst marketing campaign I've ever seen for a movie mm. um, because they put out, like, 15 trailers that spelled out the entire thing. And they literally released like thirty minutes of footage. So they did hold back about a minute, an hour and fifty minutes of footage. So that's something. Yeah. Well, just Josh, will you tell us how you really feel about it? Yeah. I think you were holding back. Speak your mind, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hate it. It's horrible. Okay. Andrew Garfield is still good, but I don't like the way his Peter Parker is written. He's written to be this douchebag high school cool cool guy who's kissing his girlfriend up on stage and being a smart smart ass and it just nothing about it worked i hate this movie i want it to burn in hell forever i think he really likes it 
He definitely does. The one, the one cool thing it has. The one cool thing it has. Other than it everything is... is... No. <laughs> Spider-Man suit. Other than the story and the plot and the characters and the, and the and effects and the action. And the, the cinematography suit, the and the music. Track, the opening the scene villains. when the villains... God, don't, don't even get me started with villains. The rhino is horrible. Nah, Paul Rhino's cool. Come on, he's so he's cool. He just doesn't use Rhino. much. That's fine. Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti as the Rhino is a one of the atrocities in cinema. And like, it's it's all it's horrible. It's so bad. Uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro is hor. It's it's even it might be worse than Edward Nigma from Batman Forever. It is. Well, they're in the same ballpark, but. Like, like I said, that's that's why I like this. That's why I like this, and that's why I like Batman Forever. Because from the opening, from the opening tip, if in, to use a basketball reference, I know it's not going to be a, a well-made movie. So it's just just enjoy it. It's enjoy the enjoy the spectacle. That is a that is a that just that is a bad argument. That just makes no sense at all. You can't. I'm, if something is a bad movie, treat it like a bad movie. Judge it as a bad movie. Okay. Well, it's I'll bad. judge. I'll judge it as a bad movie if it's. If it's making concerted effort to not be bad, I just, I've always felt like this movie be... was pretty self-aware, and I like—I no, don't mind that. Movie, this movie is trying to be something great, and it fails on every single level possible. The villains suck. Green Goblin didn't even talk about him. He's horrible. The way that they made him Green Goblin in the last fifteen minutes of the movie, and then he's is supposed he? to have this big moment, and it's horrible. And the way Dane DeHaan plays him is really bad because it's really over the top. And the only good thing he had was a, a cool green-looking goblin laugh. That was cool. But other than that, he looked ridiculous. It, this movie sucks. I hate it. I want it to go away forever. I'm never going to watch it again. All right. I know what I'm getting for his birthday. <laughs> He's going to love it. And, yeah. It's horrible. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> is garbage fire. And I hate it. Garbage fire. So, it's it's a fire emoji. So that means good. Part of the team song. Um, yeah, I, I can't really dispute. Like I said, I can't dispute anything you're saying. I don't like. I think this is a bad movie, but it's it's done in a way that I can enjoy it and that I can appreciate it. Much like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin is. Just enjoy it for a multitude of reasons. But. Um, I know I get I get the people hate it. That's fine. It's no, it's it's not. It's I'm not going to defend its its filmmaking merits, but it's just from when I when I was sitting in the theater, I was like, oh, it's this kind of movie. And I just kind of had I had fun laughing at at the good and the bad, at, at the things that are funny and the things that they try they thought that they tried to make dramatic. It's just yeah, it's a silly little movie. It's okay sometimes. It doesn't need to be all doom and gloom, but <laughs> oh well. Uh, any any final thoughts? <laughs> no, I got <laughs> no? Spider Man's okay. Yeah, all right, give it a grade then, Cody. Give it a six. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with the same. We've been on. We've been on the same page tonight. Hey, we've wavelength, been, we're vibing. We've. I think we've had the same score every single movie. <laughs> Way to go, bro! I think just your ideas are so good. I was like, oh, yeah, gotta go with that, Josh. Poop on the party, won't you? Point five. Jesus Christ. Did you say six point five? Point five. Zero point five. Is that the lowest grade we've ever gotten on Real Flix? It's a three and a half, so what's that? So it's a seven. 
you know, it's like a seven out of twenty. So that's you know. No, I I, I gave Batman and Robin a zero. So. Oh. The movie's perfect though. Got the back credit card, but let's not get into that. And it's it's good through forever, so you know, no problems. <laughs> Would that require him to like give a social security card like number to? I don't know. How did he get that card? That's the question I have. It's I not not that it exists, but like, how does one go about that? How is that valid if they don't have a billing address? <laughs> like, does he pay in cash? I don't know. What what does he need a credit card for anyways? He's freaking Bruce Wayne. He's got a billion. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I love that movie. Uh, all right, let's move on. <laughs> so Spider Man, it's good. The future hopefully will be a lot better, and um, I'm stoked for Homecoming. I think it'll be. Said earlier, it's, I think it'll probably be my favorite Marvel movie just because it's uh, full of Spider Man and uh, not too much longer to wait. So awesome, Cody. Watching, reading, listening. You got something you want to talk about? Do I? I don't know. Maybe. Watching, reading, listening to. Or another as we as I've said before, another option. Oh, here, don't no, let me uh, talk about Split. Oh yeah, yeah. What do um, you think? Yeah, I went and watched Split. I'm probably gonna go see it again tonight. Honestly. I really, really liked Split. Like, I thought it was super good. Yes. The best Shyamalan movie I've ever seen, for sure. So, three questions. Okay. What did you think of Anya Taylor-Joy's performance? She was great. Okay. So, you're with Josh on that one. Uh, I just really like Anya Taylor-Joy. Right, right. Which one, what personality was your favorite? Edwig. Oh, now you're with me, so we're tied now. (laughs) And then, uh, what grade would you give it? I'm going to give it eight. I gave it a seven, so I think you're closer to me. Nailed it. Cody's on the Did you give side. it a ten, Josh? I gave it a nine and a half. I gave it a nine. Oh, I think you gave it a nine and a half. I don't remember. I think I'm right in the middle. But whatever, I really liked it. Good. Good, good, good. So that's what I was watching. Yeah. Did uh did did your audience like get the twist or was it like a, oh okay, cool. I don't know if I got the twist. Okay. Which was the twist? With the, the whole unbreakable thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I didn't yeah, I didn't get the twist. Sad. I haven't seen the movie. Spoilers for those who are listening. Whatever. It's Bruce Willis. It's unbreakable. It's David Duke. No, wait, that's the KKK But what's that movie about? David Dunn. I thought it was... David Dunn. I was thinking about the KKK, dude. Dude, it's chill. It's fine. (laughs) What's that movie about? Uh, What, Unbreakable? Yeah. It's a superhero origin movie. But who's the superhero? Um, Bruce Willis. Oh my god! This move, this split is a well. Again, spoilers. Split is a super villain origin story. Oh, kind of. Yes. No. So are we gonna of, see James McAvoy and Bruce Willis fight? Because that's yeah, my that, That's that's what they're. That's what he's hinting at. And I need to see James McAvoy beat the shit out of Bruce Willis. <laughs> I don't think maybe that'll be the hard. twist for that one. Is that he fucking dies? That'd be cool. Uh. <laughs> Josh, watching, reading, listening to. Um, I have a couple things actually. Cool. Uh, I have two movies and I have two books. Oh. Uh, one of the, one of them isn't necessarily a book. It's more of a play. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm already nervous. You know, you know what it is. Um, so the movies I wa- I finally I watched the other two Indiana Jones movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw Temple of Doom and I saw. Uh, Last Crusade. Just, just skip uh, over Tem- Temple of Doom. Don't hurt me. No, please. Temple of Doom is better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Die. Just die. It's not a lie. I love it. I no, I said amazing. I didn't say lie. I said die. Like I want you to die. It's it's a great movie. Short um, round. 
outside of Willie, who's annoying. Um, outside of Short Round, so who's great. annoying. No, Short Round is awesome. Short Round is so much fun. I love him, and him and Indy are great together. It's such a fun movie. What um, is this? The action's better. Uh, the story is more interesting. Uh, Indies actually feels more developed as a character. Yeah, but there are it's no just, Nazis, Josh. How is it more interesting I don't, without I don't, Nazis? I don't need Nazis. That's a good point. I need Nazis. Um, it's just a bunch of dudes in a cave. How's that fun? Yeah, it's way, they're way more. They're way cooler. They're way cooler than Nazis? Nazis. Yes, Bruh. They don't even have uniforms. They just are naked all the time. <laughs> Wait, the they don't even have uniforms. Yeah, Fucking they're just, losers. And they're, they're whole super like okay, Sankara stones compared to the Ark of the Covenant. You kidding me, bro? It's way cooler. It's way better. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna eat my socks. I just. I need to do something. So hold on. No. Uh, but then. But, but save yourself, last, please. But last for Last Crusade, it's the best of the bunch. Thank last you. Crusade is the best Annie Jones movie by far. It's amazing. Um, uh, Sean Connery as Indy's dad is perfect. Junior. Um, he's, he's so good. Um, every yeah. So I'm glad I kind of revisited these movies because uh, I haven't seen them in like ten years before this. So. Good. Uh, I kind of refound this love for it, and uh, yeah, they're they're great. Last Crusade is just it's so good. I want to watch that one again specifically. But yeah, that one's super fun. It's, it's so 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 just the and it, it has one of the best opening scenes ever with young Indy on the train. Oh just, yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. good. It's River so Phoenix. good. That's so and how it, awesome. it go it's and how it uh, fades right into the beginning. He's like with the same um, group of people, just going after the same thing. It has the, one of the best endings too, with everything, with um, the uh, the cup, the cup. What's it called? Um, oh, the, the Holy Grail. The whole, yeah. yeah, the Holy Grail. The most everything famous cup in the world Christ. that we yeah. neither of us can remember. Jeez, yeah. oh boy. Um, yeah, that whole every that whole climax is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's it's so cool, and just how it ends with them riding off into the sun. It's, it's so great. Um, Tank scene. As for the awesome. as for the books, I read. Um, I'm making, I made myself, I, uh, I, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but I guess this is a New Year's resolution that I would read more this year. Cause I've been, I've been trying to read more books, but I haven't really done well. So Attaboy. making that a goal to read more books, um, specifically Star Wars books, but other books too. Oh um, I'm trying, I'm going to try and branch out. You're the worst person I know. Um, first, <laughs> first book I read is, uh, a Star Wars book. Um, uh, I actually talked about it like a Wait, was long this time the, ago. Was this the erotic Star Wars novel you were telling me about? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, no, this is a book I started like a long time ago, but then I like I, I was doing it, I was reading it on audio or listening to it on audiobook, and then some things happened, and I like got distracted. Then I ended up not finishing it. So then I started a, like I took a while, and then I finally started. I got I bought the book, finally started reading it a few like end of December. Time and I finally finished it. I'm not a fast reader. Um, it's called Lords of the Sith, mm. and it's amazing. It's great. Um, it's a really good Darth Vader Sith story, um, and it just there's a lot of inner um, monologuing with Darth Vader, kind of thinking back on his past and how he got to this moment, how he got to being um, Darth Vader Stumpy instead of eggs. Anakin. So, <laughs> um, there's a lot of uh, things he thinks about. We get to hear the inside of him, and just it's also just a great story. It's about the rebels um, hunting down the uh, the emperor and Vader, um, and failing obviously. Um, ah, come on, bro! <laughs> Somebody hasn't seen it. Uh, yeah, but you saw the other three movies, so oh, true. 
Um, yeah, it's great. It's a great book. Um, it's really well written. Um, so I'm gonna I'm trying to read more Star Wars books. I want to catch up with all the canon. Um, read another one. Probably gonna talk about that next week. Um, then the last thing I read is something we probably should have had a discussion about like five months ago that yeah. I never got around to reading. Finally got it. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh boy. Haven't read it, so you need to calm down. Okay. What do you think? Um, so here's the thing. Um, why don't you, I why don't you take a seat right there? Have a seat. Take right over there. Right, right over there. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take it that seriously. Yeah. So maybe that's why I kind of enjoyed it. When it, when it, I think more, more than anything, I'm not going to talk about the story or anything. Um, I think more than anything else, I just enjoyed being back in that world with those characters. And that's probably why when I, when I finished it, I was like, this is awesome. I love it. And then I thought about it more mm. and it's got some serious problems. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Cause Cody, do you ever plan on reading this or watching? Yes, the play? I, I absolutely do. Okay. Yeah. So I won't, I won't say anything. I won't say anything, but it's just, you can tell it wasn't written by J.K. Rowling. Um, yeah. Even, you know, even, you know, being a play instead of a book, just things, there's a lot, I don't know what to say, but there's, there's some issues with the way certain things are portrayed as opposed to the previous seven books. Um, the way certain characters and the way certain plot devices are used are questionable, to say the least. Um, but I still like it. I don't, there are a lot of p fans that are really just angry. They hate it because it, you know, destroys the canon and all that. I, I don't care. Odds are this is never going to be a movie because they're making Fantastic Beast movies and they're probably going to make some other thing and just, I don't think this is going to be a movie, so I'm not worried about it because I care more about the movies than the books personally, just because I like movies more. But, um, this is a kind of, it's a fun, I think of it more as a, fun wacky what if yeah no i can see that and and looking at it that way i i can maintain the enjoyment that i had when i was reading it um but yeah that's all i really have to say about it without spoiling anything yeah I've, I've always liked it when books take like a different perspective to their story i, I think that's a i think that's um that's a, it usually lends itself to some fun you know like you said what ifs or whatever but just overall, it's, say... it's deeply, deeply flawed, and it just, I'll probably, like, I think the show is going to be coming stateside. I'll probably check it out, but I'm not, yeah, it's coming I, don't, I don't really, sometime next year. I don't take it seriously. To me, I don't see it as a, I don't see it as a continuation of the story. I, I don't want, I don't want the Harry Potter story to continue. Like, I think it, if anything, it should be working backwards to, like, fill out this, the story instead of working forwards to, like. See, I, I have no problem with there's a lot of story elements I thought were really good, and I liked seeing because I I, I want to see Harry Potter 19 years later. I want to see his kids and um, what their story is. Um, I, just I just think I feel this, like that's this, this one could have been done better. I feel like it's just it's centering on the least interesting part of his life, and you 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 really can't you can't raise the stakes and you can't do something really radical without undercutting the actual Harry Potter story, which is just, as far as I'm concerned, that's the best long-form story ever told, Just like, especially in the books. Like, nothing compares to 
the precision to which J.K. plotted all that out. Like, nothing at all. So, um, so anything going forward, I just feel like would it would, it would make it, it would make what came before it seem insignificant. Like, as far as I'm concerned, like the Harry Potter story is is to the Wizarding World what World War II was to us, like the real world, where it's like, yeah, things are going to get heated every now and again, but for the most part, it's going to stay relatively chill in comparison. Like, World War II, if, it, if, if you read that as a movie script or as, like, a story, it'd be one of the cool, one of the most interesting things you've ever heard. So, just like the Harry Potter series, so anything after that, like, yeah, we're going to have our flare-ups and everything, all, like, just like in the Wizarding World especially. Like, they're going to have crazy stuff that happens, and there's going to be bad dudes, but just, I just want, I, going forward, I just want them to keep it in the past. It's like, just, I, I'm fine knowing where the story is going to end if you give me an interesting perspective or interesting characters, or tell me more interesting, tell me more cool things about people I already know, so. My problem with that is more the concept than the execution, because, like, I do think there's some cool stuff in there, but it's yeah. not. It's whatever. I, I will, the one one other thing I will say is I, I really like the new characters. Um, yeah, they're well, okay. Two of, I think well I think two of them are good. I like um, Scorpius. I love Scorpius actor. He's great. Um, and I think Harry's son, um, Albus. I think he's a great character. He, he I like I more so I like his arc. I like the way he's developed because he starts out you're kind of not sure how to feel about him and you know you get to like him more and more. Yeah. Rose is the character that I don't like. She's I don't. I won't say for what reasons, but she's just. It really bothered me. Um, I didn't it's like her. The, it's because the actors are black, right? Just so we're. Yes. <laughs> no, it's. it's I no. could. I without saying too much. I find it very. It just doesn't make sense how she could be the daughter of Hermione. Right. Because she. The yeah. way she. The way she acts. Um. Yeah. Also, I find one of the things I'll come to the fence with that. I find I liked how they made. Albus just as kind of shitty at magic as Harry was because <laughs> without because like obviously Albus doesn't have the he doesn't have the knowledge that Harry was base he was lucky for the most part like he didn't he didn't get where he got out of skill he just got he got where he got because he was lucky and you know dumb he had Dumbledore's help and all that kind of stuff so yeah. there's like I said, there's some good stuff in there but it just yeah I, I I'm almost nervous about I, Fantastic Beasts because JK signed off on it but hopefully I think I think I think the best thing that it has going for it is anytime it's just the main three together. Right. Probably that's the strongest set where it's at. So I don't I don't think it's I don't really get nervous about anything going for. I mean cuz moving forward it's still the same team behind the first movie, right? Yeah, basically. So I I <laughs> um yeah, I'm I don't have any fears about them i'm actually more excited for that than i was for the first fantastic beast so okay uh i watched a couple of movies uh one great one and one terrible one uh great one was groundhog day never seen it before so this is i didn't realize that groundhog day was coming up until i'd finished it and i was like oh maybe i should have waited a couple days but yolo uh that's a great that is a great film i love it to pieces it never, it never got old, despite being the same day for, and the same events for like the whole runtime. Which go figure. And then I saw the space between us. What a piece of shit. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I this is gonna be either my one, my number one or my two worst movie of the year because I'm staying the fuck away from movies like this because it was, it was just terrible. 
it was ugh. I don't do not see it don't tell anybody to see it just stay away movies like this should not be made anymore ugh. look at my letterbox for a full assessment I just bitch for six paragraphs it's great but whatever alright I think that'll do it for today what do you guys think Yes. All right. So next week, we have a ch- probably do a, b- a double episode, all things considered, because Lego Batman and John Wick 2 are out, and uh, I'm excited to see both. Are, we, are you guys? Are you guys excited? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. If you could see one movie and never and never see the other one, what would it be, Josh? See one and not see the other. Yeah, um, you legally can't see the other. That's tough. Um, you know what? I've seen enough Batman movies. I'd say I'd see John Wick too. I'm Batman, obviously. Cody. I'd see Batman. Yeah, thank you. That movie looks awesome. So until next time, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on Twitter, and as always, leave an iTunes review. Super helpful. And Josh, Cody. Until next time, take it easy. See ya. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man.